This is a comic book podcast that is streamed live weekly on youtube.com slash comic pop returns. If you are on YouTube, and I know you are, make sure to subscribe to that channel so you can be part of the action yourself. You're going to hear a bunch of questions and comments here on today's episode. Why not add your voice to the show next time? I mean, granted, it will be my voice reading the question, but let's not get hung up on the semantics of it all. Just go to youtube.com slash returns and subscribe today. And if you want to help us out a little further, a nice review on this platform from you would be really appreciated. Make sure to catch the show live on youtube.com slash returns and visit patreon.com slash comicpop if you want to help us more directly. Hello, comic book party people, and welcome to another live episode of Off the Rack'em Sal. And I'm Tiffany. So today we're going to be talking about books that came out this past week, recap and review them, tell you what we thought about them, and then recommend comic books that are coming out this week that we think that you should check out that are coming out literally tomorrow. Uh, unless you're watching the show after the fact. If you are, you should be checking out the show live on Mondays around between 5.30 and 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, otherwise, you can check us out on Spotify and other places where podcasts will listen to. Uh, but you will catch it, like, after, you know. So just a little bit of an incentive. Mm-hmm. Come on by YouTube.com slash returns, get the video a like, and then subscribe to the channel and click the bell for notifications so you never miss a beat that's happening out here at Comic Pop and our whole enterprise that is now three channels strong. Uh, if you haven't already checked it out, this channel just dropped a number of videos that are a lot of fun. The first of which was our uh, little ex- excerpt from this week's episode of, off- of Back Issues, mm-hmm. which is over on our other channel, youtube.com at Comic Pop. And uh, that was our Just League Last Ride episode. Tiffany and Ethan and myself chatted about Chip Zdarsky's uh, Last Ride. Great episode and a really fun book in general. If you haven't already, you should check out that book and buy it. Uh, otherwise, uh, there's a little moment, though, where we like talked about Justice League and the, 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 the follies that uh, the pitfalls that, that, that plague that title on a near constant basis. Mm-hmm. Uh, it must have been posted somewhere because like one day we got like seven comments that were all like, uh, shut up, <laughs> which I thought was kind of funny. Uh, I, you know, no complaints. I'm no. just like, so clearly somebody like, was like, hey, uh, I just heard these three people talk about this thing. What do you guys think? It's usually a Reddit post. And then somebody goes, um, what do I think? I think these three are idiots and unqualified to talk about what they're talking about. And I'm like, I don't know. I mean, like, how many years do you dedicate to a subject before you're, like, kind of an excerpt, expert in the subject? I feel like all of us are at this point well, experts. Well, you for sure. Well, certainly, uh, you know, I, would, uh, I wouldn't self-categorize myself as an expert, but I do appreciate when people call me one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, you know, I'll... I'll it's I'll just maintain. because people can't um, separate themselves from sub- subjectivity and objectivity. They mm, just can't do it. What a shock. Can't do it. Hard to believe. But uh, yeah, but that's a fun conversation we had. But there's also a new episode of GBU in which we cover the Peter David Hulk, yes, uh, a smattering of Peter David Hulk books. Uh, and those were a lot of fun. If you haven't already checked out that video, you absolutely should. Yes. Uh, and it emboldened me to talk more about, you know, runs for car- for, for people. Although yes. I, I'm not going to do that next time. Next time I want to do Iron Man three different armors oh okay so that's that's the next one i think um but yeah if you if you would subscribe you'd know that these videos are out and they're great they're really fun also uh good looking a couple of videos yeah uh and an upcoming video is really exciting so keep an eye out for the community tab to participate in that episode at least by uh filling out the poll that we're going to be doing Mm -hmm. when that episode drops and that's coming out i think on thursday Mm -hmm. uh but tomorrow little interview with a writer named mark wade yeah, we already did that, but there's another one, brand new one, and it's out uh, it directly coinciding with uh, Lazarus Planet Alpha. So mm, okay. you should check out that conversation as well. That'll drop probably around 1 p.m. Eastern, uh, so check out that as well. Nice. A bunch of books came out this week. Uh, I'm excited to talk about some of them. 
<laughs> okay. I read Gold Goblin, uh, Christopher Cantwell, Leon Mendina. Uh, this reminded me, and I did that thing where I said I would do this. Uh, I forgot to read Gold Goblin 2. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Not much of a, uh, a stretch to go back and read one other issue. Right. But uh, yeah, I read this and it continues to be really good. It's really well written. Although I will say that this issue in particular, not as strong as the previous, feels a little bit like wheel spinny. Okay. And it's only three issues and it's like a super mini series, but uh, no less strong in its writing and its art. The art, really great, uh, maintains this like consistency, realism, fun, uh, balances. Uh, action and drama very well no complaints um but the previous issue was the one where it was like norman osborne's like hey i want to do this i'm dealing with my you know my sins got blown out of my body with a magic shotgun yep that'll never be stupid uh but asha kafka got them infused into her body which is even more stupid and she became the uh queen goblin not to be confused with the the goblin queen who was also in charge of the dark web which of course is a tie-in to this whole series i feel like um she should the goblin queen should be like excuse me excuse me what what even is this what are you doing what's also funny is that like in this issue in particular you know the previous issue asha kafka's like i'm queen goblin blah i'm all your sins now i'm gonna kill you and norman's like damn it because he's he's got all he's got no sins but he's got the memories of them so he's mm-hmm. like maybe i'll have my memories removed like ben riley did and kafka's like no because i'm queen goblin blah i'm gonna get you and then the this third issue uh norman's like where is she? I want to kill her because if I kill her, my sins will die. And Did just, you just decide you're the Queen Goblin? I think they called her. I think the Beyond Corporation called her that. Okay. Yeah, it's all about marketing. Okay. But yeah, he's just like looking for. And that's what's so funny is that like in the second issue, it's like, oh, okay, we're setting up. Norman's gonna fight Queen Goblin. Sure. Makes sense. Perfect. All right. Third issue, he can't find her. Where is she? Yeah, and that's all. Also, Jack-O-Lantern, like, he beat the crap out of him, almost killed him, or at least seemingly killed him in the first issue. Nope. And then he hooks up with Norman, and he attacks him, and then they 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 chat, and Norman's like, you know what? I'm a bad father. Maybe I'll chill out. So they're, like, friends now. It's like, okay. And when you talk about it out loud, you know, when you're summarizing, it sounds kind of dumb. But uh, when you read it, eh, it's less dumb. So it's Jack-O-Lantern, All Hallows Eve. The oh, there's Goblin a lot of Queen, goblins. The Queen yeah. Goblin. Mm-hmm. Bob Goblin. Gold Goblin. Demo Goblin. Demo Goblin hasn't been in, in action in a long time. Gold Goblin. Multiple Hobgoblins. At least two Hobgoblins. Yeah. You know, and of course, uh, if uh, Gabriel comes back, we got Grey Goblin. You know, Spider-Man needs more werewolf villains. I to agree. Really get, like, to complete his Halloween... Menagerie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's got vampires. He's got vampires. He's got goblins. Mm-hmm. He's, He's got... got ghosts. Yeah. Or like, at least you know those that haunt him, like Uncle Ben, well, Gwen yeah. Stacy. <laughs> yeah, so he needs he needs some some werewolves. Yeah, he needs some werewolves and ghosts. I think some like mummies. There's there's few ghost themed villains that I'd like to see. I know, I know. I know. Hey, well, you know, it's funny. How does one bond your ghost? Well, uh, yes, yeah, Doctor Strange. It, <laughs> doesn't Batman? Yeah, in a uh, dark in in Batman the Detective, he has like ghost punching gauntlets. But that's a Batman book. Yeah. Anyway, I recommend it. It's a fun book. Let's or at least it's plasma webs. Hey, or see plasm webs, plasm webs. I like that. Yeah. Plasma, yeah. Great opportunity for Doc and Spider-Man to work together. He's like, I, f- I have to fight ghosts. What do I do? Mm-hmm. He's like, okay, there's this element that you can find. It's actually found in this common mushroom. That's like growing on the east side. 
Make so he has to work it into. Glowy and... Yeah, that'd be great. You can get a uh, anti-ghost or ghost-busting armor. Mm. Yeah, or suit, mm -hmm. rather. His anti-ghost suit. He's got goggles that can show him where ghosts are. Yeah. Writes itself. We're giving this away for free. I know, it's, this, it's really frustrating. This one's for free. Because we have at least two massive Spider-Man event just, pitches. Just put us this in would the be comic another one. As people going like, oh, oh no, yeah, I'll take that. I, I will take that. <laughs> but if we ever get, if we were to ever get into the bullpen, I would like to execute. That's a that's a two year. We have at least two years worth of Spider-Man stories ready to go. Yeah, you, you're gonna write a hell of a story. It's you are not gonna believe it. You'll be like, oh my god, every day is like a new crazy ass adventure. Man, it's dope. Two, th three arcs. The ghosts are coming up. That's the first one. Ghosts are the first one. I think it should be because okay. then go because you know it's like oh ghosts. It's fun. It's whimsical. You know we get a nice uh, okay. we get a, a PlayStation Seven outfit out of the whole deal. Mm -hmm. All right, we got this. Anyway, so it's good. It, it's good. It's it's a little like you know the third one was a little weaker than the second one, but uh, it all works. Okay. Um, I should also mention at this point uh, that we are sponsored by today's. Uh, show uh, by you if you're watching the show live you're sponsoring today's show by using super chats if you ask a question or a comment in the super chat we'll read it here on the show and that's our little tit for tat so uh we want to thank you very much for sponsoring today's show if you are of a mind like uh, like a few other uh, good people here um brian rollins for example what's the matter oh apparently the audio sync issue goes away when you're showing the comic great that's a new thing that we have to deal with now fun Fun stuff. Brian Rowland says, met Steve Orlando at a local comic book store. He's from my hometown of Syracuse. Was a great guy. Should have him on the show. Come with the rules. Thank you very much, Brian. Thank you. Yeah, I've never met Steve, but uh, I'm glad to know that he's, uh, he's, he's, he's a good Stand guy. Stand-up dude. Yeah, that's that's always comforting. To that know. is nice to know. Uh, Jose Rivera, is there any storyline or series you love but don't want to see adapted into a show or film? For one reason or another, I love Robinson's Star, Man and Alice's Planetary, and I feel like they're perfect as comics. I think we all know what Tiffany's answer is going to be. Oh, uh, Saga. Yeah. Sorry, I was rereading the question. <laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know if I have like a like a thing that's very precious to me that I'm like, oh no, don't do that. But I am kind of like, you know, I, I'm I'm so heavily aware of the conversation that goes on. It's been going on forever. It's not something new. The uh, the issue of um, immediately hoping that Hollywood will validate comic books in some way. You know, I'm kind of like, you did it. It's great. Like if it, if it, like All Star Superman. It's great. You know, they had Dwayne McDuffie adapt it, and it's nice. You know, it's a good ad adaptation. But it's a good adaptation. You know, All-Star Superman's still a, a great, if not fantastic, comic book. And it's a fine cartoon. Mm. You know? All of them are that way. Like, there's no version of Spider-Man that I think is better than the comic book. Right. And it's the case all the time. Like, the, the, the strongest praise I've ever heard about Batman, or the Batman, is uh, it's like the comic book. Right. I'm like, yeah, like, what's and you know what's that? like the comic book every friggin' month? Batman. You can go check it out. That's true. If only like a tenth, if, if a tenth of the audience came and watched it, or read it rather, the, the comic book industry wouldn't have any problems whatsoever. That's true. So here's what I'm going to do to help with the audio sync. I'm just going to hide my mouth behind the microphone mm. so you don't notice as much when I talk. And I guess I'll have to investigate what the F is happening. It must be something with the program. Like if with it's StreamYard? only happening there. I guess we're just done with StreamYard then. I can just drop it because, you know, it's cheaper if I don't use yeah, it anymore. True. I'm happy to save the money. 
Uh, Ali Alziati, hello. Hello, hello. you. I uh, hope you're doing well. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah, I'm doing okay. Did you see Cumberbatch's thoughts on Doctor Strange 2 in that he thought the movie wasn't dark enough and he also wondered if Strange even had a character arc? Well, we all know he didn't and it wasn't. So, I mean, I can't argue with him on that front. Right. Uh, did he also talk about how the movie was goofy and stupid? Maybe that's what he meant by not dark enough. That could be. That's a very diplomatic a... way of putting it. Well, he's British. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He should come on the show. I'd love to talk to him about it. Uh, Nick Prado, looking handsome, Sal. Thanks a yes, lot. Yes, he is. I appreciate it. I disagree, but I, uh, I'll, I'll take the compliment. Vincent Brown, love the content you guys have been putting out in the new year. Excited to catch it live. Me too, man. Uh, I'm very excited about what we're doing this year. Yeah, we And got... uh, what we've got planned. Uh, we need to catch up and, like, you know, really hit the ground running with 2023. No plans. Like, this is kind of like a rudderless year, but, like, last year was really rudderless. This year we're like, no, we are going to deliberately produce at the minimum what you come to expect from this channel and then over deliver when we can. That's the plan. With 2022, it was like, what are we doing? How are we going to do it? What's going to be the plan? It's very nebulous. Mm -hmm. Feels like a kind of like all over the place year. This yeah. is the year where we're just like doing the job. Uh, Swordfish97 has a great super sticker of a, looks like a chickadee or a lemon man. It's a superhero lemon. It's a superhero lemon. And a little and a little guy and a little like lime or pear little guy. Lime or pear guy. Thank you very much, Swordfish. Appreciate the, uh, the super sticker. Got Those it. are great. Uh, Chase Eichler, hey guys, glad to catch you live. I picked up Danger Street. It's awesome. Huge recommend for both of you. Uh, I think you'll really like it. Yeah, I read it. I liked it. It was not <laughs> as strong as the others that he's done, but, you know, I like it well enough. It's it's objectively a fine comic book. It didn't grab me like other books have, but it's still fine. Mm -hmm. Agent Donut 007, looking very handsome, Sal. Okay, thank you very Yay! much. Uh, thoughts on Spider-Man lo uh, Lost, the number two? Uh, oh, um, I'm, I'm not reading it. But uh, you said, oh, like, you're like, hang on, I'm going to get into this. And you're like, never mind. No. Well, I, I number one, I don't know what I'm doing differently. <laughs> Two unsolicited handsome comments. I appreciate it. I don't agree, but I do appreciate it. I think Tiffany's looking rather uh, ravishing I, today. But uh, yeah, no, I'm thank you. like I came from work. But as far as what you did, <laughs> yeah, Spider-Man lost number two. I don't, I have no idea. I, I don't even know what that is. Let me be perfectly honest with you. Uh, Mordecai, uh, hey gang, uh, bought Tales from Earth 6, found it a lot of fun. Would be cool if they made this into a bi-monthly anthology series or something. Uh, probably won't happen though, just nabbed the Just Imagine Omnibus on sale that very day. Same day, that's great. I have both the Omnibus and that issue. And uh, yeah, it's fun, it's fun. It's not like it didn't break, you know, new ground or anything, but it was still a fun little like reminder that that exists. And I'm glad that they're using it because it means they're not, they're not afraid of it. Yeah, right. like Grant Morrison used, I think, the Green Lantern of the Just Imagine universe in one of their runs. And uh, it was like, well, of course, Grant Morrison can do whatever they want, you know. But mm -hmm. in this case, I, I, I'm i glad that DC is like, no, we can use it and we will. Mm. Like, good. All right. And thank you very much for your support, Monica. Uh, what did you read? Anything fun? I'm sure there was plenty. I mean, there's a lot of X books that came out. I read week. lots of fun stuff. I know you did. Um, I read the, I just want to give a shout out to The Approach number three. The, the what? The Approach. It's it's not it's a it's a it's a boom book. Ah. Um by Jeremy Hahn. No. Yeah, by Jerry Hahn. I am right. I'm like, haha. I'm like, no, I'm not I'm not no, got it. Jeremy Hahn and uh Jason Hurley. Yeah. And uh illustrated by Jesus uh Hervas and Leah Caballero. Caballero. Mm -hmm. Um I really like this series so far. It's it's like cold horror. Mm. snowy horror i remember you talking about that you were describing it as like me some snowy horror yeah. <laughs> snorer snorer um big fan 
of that type of thing. Um, this issue I felt was a little. Eh. It oh no! Fine. It wasn't like bad. I just wasn't like as like. It was, in, it was gripping. It, it felt a little wheel spinny, and uh, I thought this was only five issues, but maybe I'm wrong. But I'm like, I would not have an issue like this at the halfway point, or mm-hmm. even close to the halfway point. So Uh-oh. we'll see. I'm really digging it though, still. So don't take that as like a don't pick it up. No. Um, I just feel like this issue was just not as strong as the first two. Gotcha. Still good. Okay. The approach. Just wanted to give it a shout out. Because yeah, because like I'm sure it's not I, selling great. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I just love. I just seriously love like snowy oh, isolation snow horror. isolation yeah. horror. The thing like, horror. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Like I literally, I literally just found a podcast that is that, <gasps> and I'm freaking loving it. Like I'm like, what is what is it? What is mm. that? What I'll is call that? It Arctic horror. That would be what I call it. Yeah. So, um, so I read that. So I wanted to just be like, hey. I, I read did that. that. I also read Scarlet Witch number one. Hey, good for you. I uh, didn't. That's written by Steve Orlando with art by Sarah Pacelli. That's and where she went. Yes, it's three issues. Oh, that, okay. It's three issues to, to get in on this. Um, it's fine. Yeah. I'm not dazzled by this at all, um, even though, like, you know, it's magic and dazzling. Um, <laughs> I'm not saying I won't read the others. I'm just not like, yeah holy crap like this is a must read like if you are a fan of wanda and have just been missing her this is her kind of getting back to not being the um punching bag of the x-men right she got an entire event where they like literally used continuity to retcon her not being that anymore i know but i'm also thinking of in terms of like there's no real attachment to them at all it's just her having a shop somewhere with a like a door called the last door. And like, if you open the last door, it's you're there because like, you're at like the end of your rope and you need help. Okay. And like, she's going to help you. All right. Like, it's an interesting pitch. Yeah. Um, this issue was a little interestingly paced mm. and in- I'm saying interesting in that way that like, you've maybe heard parents or other family members say to you when they try something and they don't like it, but they don't want to feel bad. Sure. <laughs> you feel oh, that's bad very about interesting. It's very interesting. interesting uh, I, w- I was not a fan of the pacing of this book. There was a lot of like trying to, like, and I get you have to do this. It was just a little overt sometimes where it was like, oh my gosh, like Pietro shows up. Okay. And you know, something happens and we see him and like, there's another character there who is new. So it makes sense to say these types of things. But like, she's like, no, it's like, it's not the wind. It's my brother. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> oh, okay okay yeah um so like it, it's not like it's bad no it's just the pacing was off off and and weird sure. um for me um that said it does end you on like a you know you're gonna read issue two <laughs> yeah because like they you know it's like all right let's introduce like the problem is I know this is three issues and like this kind of like this first issue dragged its feet a little bit. And I'm like, uh, and I'm like, like, we have two issues. You got, story. You got three issues here. And, and, and like, I, I feel like we, we kind of like, we need to miss that, like establishing stuff. We, we did that. We checked those boxes and there's just a little bit of time where we're like, maybe just um, reveling in the page real estate more than we should be. It's okay. like, just, just tighten it up a little bit, just a little bit. Um, so it's like, you know, we got to establish like Wanda owns a shop. She's trying to give back to like the world because she feels like she's done a whole lot of bad. So she wants to try to like, you know, balance those scales. Right. Mm-hmm. There's a girl there called Darcy who looks like Darcy from the Thor movies, but isn't. I don't think. I think I think it is. I think I remember them saying they were going to introduce her. In is the it? Because yeah. it looks just like her. They just call her Darcy, but they like 
she's there and we don't know why yet um pietro shows up is like hey that's her brother okay cool and then this girl shows up they go on an adventure in italy and then, mm-hmm. and then like okay cool and then right at the end they're like gonna go for dinner and then the door opens again and who's there but viv vision oh okay i was like what <laughs> so i mean am i gonna read that sure um it was not my favorite though. yeah um so we'll see like I don't know if this is a pitch for something longer. I just, I heard it was only three issues. It is only three so, issues. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Okay. Not, not a hard recommend, I'd say. Can Scarlet Witch support her own book? Um, yes. I mean, she, they she did. That's and, true. And yeah. I do. And I think it was fairly successful. I just think people weren't interested in it. Are other people saying it's not three issues? No, it is. Oh, okay. No, they're just saying it isn't. Oh, okay. Well, right. I people would... are just asking because they oh, didn't. Oh, okay. But yeah, uh, I don't know. I feel I, like Scarlet Witch is one of those characters that needs to be on a team. No, I think she can. I think she absolutely can. It, the problem is, is that like there's two different Wandas in a sense. There's like the Wanda, the like, oh my gosh, like I'm having a, like a breakdown. Yeah, and my my powers are out of control, which is often That's kind of a last idea. It's often used and leaned upon. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's the like Scarlet Witch, who's you know, you know, a peer of Doctor Strange, and right. like should be having her own adventures. And like, what is she doing all day? You know, like. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I think she can okay. with the right pitch. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know what that pitch is. I'm not sure if this is it. Yeah, it, it, there's something about the like this idea, <clears throat> but I don't know. Like, it's almost like it could be a like series in itself, like not with Wanda, but like the Last Door, where it's like any of the magic characters of the Marvel Universe sometimes like help people who come yeah. to the Last Door, like. That'd be fun. There's, there's something there. I don't know. Yeah, so yeah, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not just counting it. I'm just saying it was, it was, it Fine. was, eh. and then like the pacing was just kind of weird for me. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, MM and M says, Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you too. I know you probably haven't read Black Cat and MJ number one, but I am interested in your opinions on MJ's new jackpot luck based powers. I couldn't care less. I'm very not interested in that idea. Mary Jane is stronger without powers. And it's, uh, I, I also don't believe it'll last. I think it's going to be like for the miniseries and then right. the end of it. I, I poked at that. I looked at it. Like, I did that thing you're not supposed to do in comic book stores where I just kind of flipped through it really uh-huh. quickly. And I was like, okay, we give cool. enough to comic book, we, we, we give enough money to comic books. Okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I saw those powers and how she's like, don't tell anybody. Yeah, shut up. I'm like, okay, okay. Fine. Uh, Cal, uh, Carl Maxi, Sal, I think you and Joel should do a video where if the celestial judged the DC universe, uh, who do you think passes or fails? I think Tiffany and I should do a video on that. Because Tiffany actually read Axe and really loved that series and she had some fantastic insights into that entire concept. We've had really, really great discussions on that on this show. And I think if that were the case, that would be the person I would pick on that one. Philip Croy says, uh, any indie books you're enjoying at the moment? I'm not reading any really independent books at this point right now, but not for lack of, you know, uh, options. Right. I just don't have a lot of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tiffany? I really, I, I, well, I just, I, I'll just, because we just mentioned it, I, I like the approach. I mean, yeah. I'm enjoying that again because it's a very specific style of horror and I'm, I'm digging it. Fair. I look forward to more. Uh, Carl also asked, uh, did you think, do you think in part two of Across the Spider-Verse will introduce the Inheritors? Because to me, they're like the doomsday for Spider-Man. Yeah, I mean, I, I fear they are and I don't, I don't expect to see them because I think they couldn't resist showing them. Uh, but I sincerely hope we don't. Uh, Cosmic Reader, Happy New Year, Comic Pop. Happy New Year to you too, Happy Cosmic Reader. Happy New Year. I'm looking forward to Philadelphia Fan Expo this year and my sister's wedding. Well, congratulations. Oh, sister. that's so nice. What are you looking forward to this year? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Are you trying to, if you're talking about comics, I'm, I kind of want to know what the, like the Sins of Sinister is going to be all oh, about. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm way up excited about that. Yeah. 
Otherwise, I mean, cons are too far away. We haven't coordinated anything with Joe Kubert's yet, but oh, okay. uh, yeah. there's a lot of stuff going on on the horizon that we have uh, planned that I'm very excited about, but, you know, not not uh, strong enough to really talk about just mm. yet. Uh, denial, size, and Sal. So is Dark Web like our punishment for something? Mm. I mean, it feels so boring. Like someone just threw crab at a wall to see what would stick. Uh, I, I will say it seems like there's actual coordination and work going, going into at least the execution of it. Uh, although, you know, they were like, Venom's a major player in the story, and then you'll find out why he's acting like that in the next issue. Like, that's, you know, poor planning on their part, but, like, I've seen worse planned events. Right. So, on one hand, I'm like, they're doing everything I want to see, but on the other, it's like, but I don't want to see anything happening in it. Right, right, right. But it's not as, like, disjointed and messy as, say, like, most of Nick Spencer's Spider-Man, which is a shame because he was doing work that I want to see done, but it was such a mess. It was just like, I don't, but don't show me. Exactly. And what was Riv Wilson's uh, super sticker? Nice. Thank you very much, Riv, for your support for your super sticker, man. Uh, so yeah, what else did we read? Did we read? Yeah. Well, we did read uh, Joe Fix It number I, one. I did not read. This. Oh, okay, from Peter David and <laughs> Yildre Snar. Um, this is another one of those Peter David uh, flashback books where it was like, "Hey, Peter David, do you want to just do like stuff that you did before, like that's set in the past?" And he's like, "Yeah, okay, I'll do that." Yeah. Uh, this is about, you know, when the Hulk was Joe Fixit and he was like secretly working for the mob. Uh, I, I don't know how they could keep a Hulk size secret like that, but they managed to do it. And David does, you know, his patented Peter David style of explanation to showcase and uh, justify that status quo and how that worked. Uh, but if you haven't already like figured it out, Joe Fixit is basically just a Spider-Man comic. At least this issue is entirely okay. a Spider-Man comic. The idea being that, uh, you know, Hulk is an enforcer slash like you know consigliere for a casino owner. Kingpin wants to uh, move in on it, and so you get to finally see Hulk versus Kingpin, which is actually kind of a fun idea, mm -hmm. and uh, I like it. And you know, Spider Man is there because he did appear in a Hulk book during that time, written by Peter David. So he's like, okay, well, before Peter went home, he did this, and I'm like, oh, okay, mm -hmm. okay. Well, you wrote it, you would know, and uh, so he did, and you know, he stays because he sees Kingpin, and he follows him to the uh casino and then mr fix it like kicks his ass and that's the end of it like it's just a fun little story that uh i have no complaints about uh the cover is not great no like at all and i'm 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 concerned because i don't think anyone's gonna read it because like the joe fix it thing well i mean look joe fix it didn't have a logo so, so we gotta make, make one something. Up. Yeah, okay. yeah. And they're trying to like tie it to to, to the, the Vegas thing. To but Vegas or bars. Right. It's just ugly. And then there's this weird uh perspective on Hulk, which is also ugly. None of it works for me. Right. Like, there's like weird like there's an area where it says like the Hulk like, it looks like there's a sign hanging off of a lamppost, like, but it's not like there's water behind him and I don't know what that is. Like I think it's a pool. Yeah, it they're might, at the pool. Right. But like it's and just, like there's heaters outside I, I don't know. Real, there's a lot going on there's a lot going on by the way i, I wanted to explain where i got my like three issues why thing. three issues because that's what amazon comiXology has yeah. that right now it says one of book one of three right and uh league of comic book geeks you know you can actually like look to see when we're the, this is the website we use when we show the, the covers and stuff yeah when you click like next it'll show you like the covers for the upcoming series mm -hmm. and it stops after Three. Yeah, I'm wondering if it was originally pitched as an ongoing, and then they were like, you can have three. That's pretty rough. That's rougher than Supergirl. <laughs> uh, but... We'll see. I mean, maybe what it is is they're going to see how the sales are after three. And then just extend it And extend it or not. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I, I just know, wanted man. to explain. Okay, fair enough. Um, 
Samurai Poet 713, keep up the good work, y'all. Thank you very much, Samurai Poet. Yeah. Uh, as far as Joe, Joe Fixit goes, I recommend the issue if you have some extra money or wow. if you really want to read it but you don't have any extra money, just wait. It'll be in buck bins before you know it. Oh, I'm sorry, but <laughs> these are the harsh realities of, of buying comic books every month. Okay. You know, you want to you get the, the, the important ones or the essentials. Joe Fixit ain't going to be on the top list. But uh, it is fun and it's worth reading. and uh, Or at least it was a fun read. And that's every that's every justification I need. You know, if it's fun and I enjoyed it, then you know, there you go. But it's cute, and uh, I I enjoyed it for what it was. Nice, uh, Rishi Venkatesh. Uh, can't watch tonight, but I will catch on the rewatch. Williams's Rogues and Chung's uh, Lonely City both came out in hardback this week. That's right, and yeah. I ordered them. They'll be here whenever they get here. That's I ordered right. them from In Stock Trades, who refuses to sponsor the show, and uh, that's fine. Whatever, you know, I give you a bunch of money, and uh, you know, every week, but whatever. And uh, yeah, but I did order through them because they have uh, pretty, you know, good prices. And mm -hmm. um, so they'll be here shortly. Nice. Uh, but yeah, uh, he also mentioned, um, I was struck by how similar they are in concept whilst in different end execution. Um, interesting. Uh, yeah, I guess that's true. They're both black label books about like the future. Um, well, like people getting together for one people last getting, ride. Yeah, one last ride. Oh, another, another justification <laughs> for last ride. Uh, <laughs> it's a very inside joke. Watch it, no, watch it on Wednesday. That's right. Uh, so yeah, what else did you read, Tiffany? Um, I read, um, I read Shang Chi and the Tent Rings. Yay! We should talk about this. Yeah, we should talk about this. Um, which I thought I had downloaded ahead of time, and I didn't. Yeah. Um, this is Master of the Ten Rings. Yeah, Master of the Ten Rings. Sorry. No, no, no it's all right. I just want to make sure when people pre-order this. <laughs> Wait, no, it's End the Ten Rings. Oh no, you're right. Sorry, I was I had I caught back up. My mm -hmm. apologies. I had to catch up with that last one. So I also read issue six, which was the last one of and the Ten Rings. Ah, I see. Um, which completed the fight where in which he got the Ten Rings, which was really well written and I enjoyed the hell out of it. Um, and then I saw at the end it was like you know Gene Lewin Young's like like epic Shang Chi you know story to be concluded in Shang Chi Master of the Ten Rings, and I was like, oh, okay. concluded. All right, fine. We're going to be over. So, like, it's going to be one more series, and there we go. I didn't realize this is literally it. This is the last issue. Right. Like, I, I thought that this is going to be, like, another mini, like, the last two. Yeah, no, this just this is it. It's They did they did 24 uh, issues, mm -hmm. and uh, it's done. And I was sad about that. Um, but you know what? It got 24 issues, yeah. apparently, which That's I didn't 21 realize. 21 issues more than Scarlet Witch. Well, at least according to his afterword, <laughs> which I read his afterword. Um and I gotta tell you, this the end was really like quite sweet. It like um it brought some of the family back together. It like leaves Shang in a like a nice place and also it includes a little bit of time travel kind of stuff. So mm. like he can meet his dad when he was younger. Oh, it's cool. a good little learning lesson for Shang. And it was just it was a nice book. It was very sweet. Um the afterword I think is wholeheartedly worth reading. I really enjoyed just it was just one page by um Gene uh, about his experience with Shang-Chi as a child and then coming into writing this book. It was very insightful and I appreciated it. Uh, we had a new artist on this one issue, uh, Michael Yeeg. Yeeg? I, I honestly don't know how to say that and I apologize. Um, did a great job. You know, it was like, it was different than the past two artists, mm. but still kind of worked and fit in well. Like, I guess Gene Lewin Young either has got really great taste in artists or they just know who to pull. Like it's just, it was, yeah, it all a great works. Editor. Who knows? It just all worked. Um, this was a series that I am so glad that I jumped on with issue one. I never would have thought that I would have been so into Shang-Chi. Yeah. Shang-Chi. Um, and like, I, I don't think I'm necessarily going to go back and pick up anything else. I really, really enjoyed 
Young's voice for Shang and taking that, that journey. And if he ever writes any more of it, I will be the first one in line to get more of it. Of course. Uh, so if you didn't get a chance to check this out, I believe some of the volumes are already out. Uh, so you can pick those up uh, either online or at your local comic book store and, and check it out because it's such a worthwhile read. And you know, like you now you know that there's an ending to it. So yeah. you can just read it and, you know, be like, cool, I have this information. And it, it's just a good story. It's just a lot of fun. And, you know, if you if you saw the movie and you're like, this is neat, but, you know, it's not that it's not exactly that movie at all. You're going to see things from there um, in this book, but in terms of it just being related to Shang-Chi's mythos. <laughs> so gotcha. it, it's just it, it works well in terms of you feeling familiar enough and confident enough to pick up a book if you saw the movie. Um, but also is like I'm telling my own story and there's a lot of heart to it. So. Yeah check it out for sure like honestly i i can't recommend it enough and he's just such a nice guy yeah and i, I know i've mentioned this like a million times like i mentioned this literally last week um but when we met him in baltimore comic-con i like just such a genuinely friendly dude um like i said like if you ever see a writer sitting at a table go up and say hello yeah you know it's not easy for them to display at a booth what do you <laughs> what do you bring with you like you know you like like pages of scripts right. like do you do sell like they're just sitting there um you know like, so go up say hello tell them how much you like their work because it's not just the artist that brings it to life you That's know without true. without the words there they just be they just be drawing random photos or random pictures and those are cool but it's not as cool as actually having a creative team together yeah. so yeah so shang chi high recommend please go check it out yeah He's doing the uh, backups for um, Lazarus Planet. Yes. So, like, I kind of fell off of Monkey Prince, but now that I don't have Shang-Chi, I think I'm going to have to go back and maybe try to yeah, catch up on Monkey, Monkey Prince. Monkey Prince is an uh, important player in the Lazarus Planet and awesome. uh, with the main villain, King Fireball. And, like, that's awesome. I mean, fun. and that might be why maybe he's like, it's okay to let, like, to have Shang end for right now if he's, like, getting more. Uh, involved in the DC side right? of things. But I got to tell you, like, it was, it was so fun having him on uh, over there. Yeah. So I hope he gets another chance. I don't care if he writes for, he doesn't have to write for Shang-Chi. He can write for any character at Marvel. I don't care. Yeah. His Batman Superman world's fine. It was a great series. So like he clearly has the chops you know, to write for anybody. He knows what he's doing. So like, I don't, whatever he wants to write, I'll, I'll, I'll check it out at the very least one issue. I'll, I'll, one or two issues. I'll be there for it. <laughs> well, cause sometimes I don't like the character. No, you know true. what I mean? It has yeah. nothing to do with the writing. Sometimes I'm just like, tough. nah, yeah. I don't really connect. It's good writing, but I don't connect. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jose Rivera says, I watched some of your Spider-Man videos, which got me interested to play the PS4, which I loved. Now I'm into your Comic Pop Plays videos. Thank you very much. Oh my gosh, That's thank right. you. And if you'd like to see those, you can go to YouTube.com at Comic Pop Plays. Check out Tiffany's uh, streams. Those are coming out every day this week, basically. And then yeah. it'll wrap up the Spider-Man run, and then we'll start with more VODs. Um, VODs. Samurai Poet 713, would you all object to a Superman submission? Uh, I can't accept Superman submissions because I don't publish Superman. Um, if you're talking about in this episode, I mean, we don't really have time for that right now, but I do appreciate the like idea uh, outside of that. Yeah. I mean, like, and DC will not accept unsolicited Superman submissions. So what I would recommend you do is like hash it out, get it good, and then see if you can do it with a new character that you invent that's like Superman and then just see if you can self-publish that. If you can't, uh, that's fine. But like, you know, don't get married to that idea. Don't like sit on that idea for six years, you know, like just you know work it out get it good see if it's like something that you can make yourself if you can't then just hang on to it put it in a drawer somewhere and wait until you, the next thing you create that is yours gets your foot in the industry and then you can use it when you write superman mm -hmm. uh moon Knight 32 uh, just dropping by to say hello to my favorite hello. youtubers well i'm glad you could drop by hopefully you're here for at least an hour because that's how long the show is uh, i just found my used copy of bob haney's uh sag of the super sun saga of the super sun at a disc replay 
got some late night reading to do now. Love the Hulk episode of GBU. Nice to know. I'm glad that you, you checked out that episode. It's a really fun episode. Thank you very much. And uh, yeah, Super Sons, man. Great series. What a what a waste. Uh, Jackson Boyd with uh, some support. Thank you very much, Jackson. We really do appreciate it. And uh, Chatticus says, I really enjoyed the Hulk Good, Bad, Ugly episode. Any thoughts on who should take over Hulk next? Mr. Peter David, maybe? Dude, at this point, I think that's probably a fantastic idea. I know that Peter David just had some health issues recently, but he is standing and he is se- he's seemingly getting better. So I hope that, uh, you know, he's he's in a place where he can write again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would love to see him just jump on Peter David, uh, just run, jump on Hulk and do it again. Mm. Just keep going. Like, no, no, no provisions, no flashbacks, no symbiote Spider-Man, just Hulk now. Mm-hmm. that'd be really cool uh and jose rivera says what is that photo on the left of wolverine standing behind you've been driving me nuts for weeks and i always forget to ask uh that is bone right there that's actually a, a, a large like an 11 by 17 print that i got from um jeff smith's website um at least no. i assume this is what you're talking about yeah that is <laughs> that is phone bone being uh, hunted by a rat creature um i discovered that uh boneville or whatever website jeff smith had before he did like the update a couple of years ago uh, hadn't updated it in 25 years uh so i just ordered a lot of bone stuff from like the like mid 90s and then they did the update the website and well, it's all gone and i was like well i'm glad i got my cigar box and my statue and my posters <laughs> wow i'm really surprised they weren't just like just give him a refund we're not sending him anything that that happened with one of those things did it really yeah what'd you get what'd you order uh i don't remember but i did get my smiley bone shirt people think is a steven universe shirt and good-hearted jake says hey guys happy new year happy new year you too venezuel turns 20 this month any interest in covering more of it or are you not interested i am very not interested in doing any more invincible i don't like invincible so i'm not interested at all there Kali frederick loved the dark knights of steel white knight and strange glad you enjoyed them they're really good big books um what did i miss not much man <laughs> we're glad you're here uh, but we're glad you're here what do you uh what do you got tiffany uh okay uh what do i got i got i read x-force this week oh well that is this the issue no there's another one where it's like the cover is beast and wolverine and it's just like it's it's happening, baby. No, that's not this. No, this is something else. Well, maybe that was. I, I didn't read Wolverine. This is the Peacock Man. This is. Um, this is Ben Percy uh, on writing and Gill. Robert Gill uh, on art. This is issue thirty-six. This is like this can't is, believe the series would go on. This, uh, good for them. I know it's it is like, a it's feather in their cap. No pun intended. Awesome. No, it's great. That's that's Zeno, by the way. Oh, okay. Zeno. Not not him. That's the organization. You know, it's all the people. It, it's like a court of house thing, but not. Oh, okay. It's not. It's not that at all. I just. I, no, I, but it's shorthand. You're not. It's yeah. not derisive. It's not. It's uh, not. Derisive. I'm not I'm just being saying. derisive. I'm just. You know. Yeah. Um. But um. Yeah. You know what? This this is starting to feel like Percy's trying to like get some traction. I mean, he has not that he hasn't had traction, but like there's some. He looks some... at the number and he's like, "Oh my god, they're gonna cancel me before 50. I better freaking wrap this up." Okay. Here's what I'm actually thinking. I'm wondering <laughs> what's gonna happen post fall of X. Yeah. And so I'm wondering if he's not setting to motion certain things um. because like we're definitely like there are some plot things where like I was I was kind of reading the the intro thing. I like to remind myself by reading that. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, whatever happened with this, this and this and this issue's like, yeah, no, for, I didn't forget. Yeah, like that's what this issue was. Okay, cool. This issue was like, I, I did not. I did not forget. <laughs> like remember Colossus? That's a problem. Yeah. There was like a kid stolen from one of like the orphanage things or like whatever. Mm-hmm. We, we didn't forget about that. Oh. Like none, none of that stuff's forgotten. Like the team right now, Beast is still on the team post having that crazy prison that he created. Oh, did but people like, find out about that? Oh yeah, no, his whole team knows about it. 
Oh, okay. But he's still on the team. Okay. But they're giving him the silent treatment. Like, Sage is kind of more in charge. And I'm like, okay, we're pushing Beast yeah. to do certain things yes. here, right? Like, the whole team's like, okay, but what does Sage think? Mm-hmm. Okay, but what, is, what does Sage want to do? And he's like, are you for real? Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> so, essentially, like, there was those Peacock guys, right? Yeah. And, like, they, they you know, were trying to... Um, in this, they're, they're they're clearly trying to like they took Domino, remember? And yes, they, like, stri- and they like stripped her down. And, yeah, yeah. Because they're they're selling off like mutant organs and such mm-hmm. and other things in order to give people powers, or something, yeah, or yeah. advantages for like like a Jobs. month or so. It's yeah. like for a month, and okay. then like, and then it goes away, and you got to pay some more. So it's like, oh, mm. like you know, you can have like youth or like long life right, or, or, luck or or whatever you know yeah. like all kinds of things or like healing factor yeah um mm-hmm. so they're trying to infiltrate trying to get a little more information about that and um so domino is going to go they have to put like makeup on her to make her look like like, like she's she not has, white like, yeah like there's pigmentation to her skin sure and um omega red and deadpool are going to be her backup and it, there's a really really fun moment for me in this between omega red and deadpool where they're on a roof and they're like watching he's watching omega reds you know keeping watch elsewhere and deadpool's just asking him about his name yeah and he's like omega red he's like does that mean like you're the ultimate red thing <laughs> he's like because at the end of the day if it's between you and a red panda i'm voting for the red panda and i was like i really never thought about no, the idea like of being omega means. red mm-hmm. like i'm the end all be all of red yeah I guess that's fair. It was just funny. Yeah, like, it's a cute little moment in, a, um, in an otherwise uh, pretty, yeah. pretty dark book. Yeah, so, you know, the the, the, the plane goes to hell in the handbasket. Uh, there's a moment in the art, though, in which they, the sages, or not sage, uh, Domino's in a restaurant. There's what looked to me like really tacky shark wallpaper, and it turns out it was it's just not it's wallpaper. an aquarium. And I was like, oh. Okay. I kind of misread that art there. Yeah. Um. But uh, so sharks are involved in this uh, in this issue as like there she's attempting to make her escape. Um, really, she sharks. she takes the heart that they present her as like it's like this is a Wolverine's heart essentially ah. and something they they created. Um, they also collect the goo of one of the guys who came to get him because or to get Omega Red and Deadpool because when he was losing he did his version of a cyanide capsule which was he melted. Ah. Um, so they're they're trying to examine that and figure out where it is that you know they're what's up with the goo yeah what's up with the goo um domino's reminded about what happened to her um she goes back to her home she's like i just want to sleep for a while she finds this like painting in her bed and it's like her in a tube like um she should kill herself and then get xavier to remove all that just get it out they can just do that now they can just take that out they don't need to do that yeah but isn't she all like and un- excuse me, you're supposed to say un- un- unalive yourself. You can't, oh, yeah, say, I that. can't say that. They're, it's listening. Oh yeah, that's you just right. you just got this suppressed. This no, whole sorry. video, no one's gonna ever see this now. No one's seeing it anyway. Well, now they're definitely not seeing. Yeah, it. now it's buried. Yeah, way to go. Sorry. Um, but she figures out that um, Colossus painted it. Oh, she's like, what the hell's up with that? What are that? you doing, So man? she goes out to where he is. He's in the Savage Land. He's been there. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's right. He killed that chick he was with. <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, I was like, whoosh. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. I'm like, oh my God, what, what about that? And so she's like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm digging a, a, like a, like a ditch to get water to my crops. She's like, where's that lady of yours? Couldn't she do that? And mm-hmm. he's like, she's not here. Uh-huh. 
And it turns out that like part of Pyotr is like trying to cry out and and get help. Right. But like the part that's controlling him, it won't let him. And I'm like, all right, yeah. okay. So they decide that like Beast comes up with this plan where they're gonna put an egg, like one of eggs, yeah. eggs, gold balls, eggs. He calls himself Egg now, which is worse. <laughs> um into the black market so that they, they figure Xeno will purchase it Naturally. and then they'll be able to track them. Okay. But they're like, like Beast's like, don't worry, they can't use it. Oh we made God. sure they can't use it. It's not going to be used. Sure. But like when they try to, it's going to activate a transmitter and we're going to find it. Besides, if they wanted to like resurrect people, they'd need like a powerful psychic. And trust me, it's they, not like there's a million of them. They have all, like that kid was that they took. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. You're an idiot, Beast. But like, I was Corey's like, I was like, it. I was like, wow. Like Ben Percy's like, no, I didn't forget. Right. We're coming to it. Yeah. Don't worry. The but trick it, is actually Beast is in there. He's like, no, I'm gonna leave here and I'm gonna join this organization. Right. And they're gonna resurrect me into that. Yeah. Right. So. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. Dope. Yeah, dope. Like Good. it's dope in terms of like I'm like Ben, where we remembers everything. Where are we and, going with this? We yeah. gotta we gotta fix we gotta fix glasses. We gotta get him back to where he was. He's gonna have a real hard time with that unless they remove those memories. Which they probably won't. Like he's gonna have a real hard time about that one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm like, Beast, what are what are we gonna do about Beast? Are we ever gonna have friendly beast again? Probably not. Probably not. And then the kid. Yeah. I'm like, okay, let's, yeah. let's 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 do this. X Force number thirty six. Joey Memorum says, greetings. Any plans oh, for wow. more Redux episodes in the vein of Onslaught? Happy uh, New Year. Thank you, man. Yeah, we're definitely going to do more. Yeah, he said he wants Thorn to Identity, so, nothing salient to add. Just Happy New Year. Happy New Year, happy too, New man. Year. Good to see you. Hope you had a great holiday. Thank you so much for being here, dude. Uh, Rishi Venkatesh, I love uh, Backish's on Superman Secret Identity and Smashes the Clan, two stories that encapsulate the big blue Boy Scout that I love. Uh, yeah, one of these days we'll get to those. Superman's tough, but I will definitely uh, eventually. Those are two books that are on the list. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, Data East, Captain America, The Avengers was playing on the X-Men cabinet. It has three games mm-hmm. in that thing. Um, I think we're good. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, uh, I read um, Gotham City Year One Number 4 from Tom King and Phil Hester. I think I talked about this in the last week, but now that this book's actually been out, uh, I can talk about it some more. Um, the art's fantastic. Phil Esther, top of his game. Great stuff. Um, the series is so dark and so cool. This is the first issue where we finally actually get, where, where I was reminded of the title of the book. Because for the most part, this has been kind of like a, Batman is talking to Slam Bradley, who is now an old man. Slam Bradley, of course, being an old Detective Comics character from back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is seeing that uh, Slam in the prime of his life doing his thing as a private detective. Uh during like you know the a turning point in Gotham's history, but um, you're really just reading it for be for it being like a noirish detective story, sure. like a private detective kind of like hard boiled black and white kind of story. Um, this issue in particular, it's like oh, like there are reveals in here that I'm not going to because it's so worth having on your own. Okay, uh, but like moments where I got oh yeah, like where I knew what and. You know, like it's it's rare that an author slash artist can bring you on the journey where you are in lockstep with the story mm-hmm. and you know what the next line is going to be. And as you're thinking it, it draws your eye to the text of the line. And I'm like, thank you. Good stuff. All right. Yay. Uh, it's great stuff. And uh, but yeah, and it's finally like coming to a head. I okay. don't remember how many more issues there are. I think it's six. 
yep, there's uh, six issues of this series, um, and they'll never do any more. Uh, somebody asked where to start with Shang-Chi, so I wanted to mention, like, you should check out the first series, which is called Shang-Chi, and it's 12 issues. Yes, the first one says it's like Shang-Chi versus the Marvel Universe. Mm -hmm. That um, one came out in uh, 2021, July yep. of 21. Which I think that's probably the collection it's yeah. put into, so if you want to grab a volume, I would start there because yep. i know it's confusing because they kept relaunching it each time they went to the next arc but it's all one cohesive arc or yes. not like one cohesive story i wouldn't be the least bit surprised if it was old if they were two volumes to this because it's six issues just to get a little bit more money out of you <laughs> but uh yes this started in july of 2021 started as as shang chi no yep. other things yeah so that's shang chi yeah then they had a digital series called shang chi and that was all it was called. That's 20, oh, is that from 2020? 2021. And that, or 2020 to 2021. And that was a six issue series. Which I did not read. No, which is really frustrating. I know, because I didn't even know about it. And then there was in September 2022, Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings. Yes. Yes. And that was six issues. And then there was Shang-Chi, Master, Master of the Ten, Ten Rings, Rings, which is just a one, one issue. issue. Uh, done in one. So that's where you start. Um, <clears throat> cat lawyer will defend for tree it's finally caught you live i just read captain marvel axe tie-in it was great the cat gets judged and it's fun any other axe tie-ins that i should pick up um any of them written by uh, kieran gillen oh for sure would be worth checking out um any of the uh x-men red yeah stuff is absolutely incredible mm -hmm. for sure that's not kieran gillen on that but it's it's excellent it's excellent um gillen's um uh immortal x-men mm -hmm. is excellent as well for that yeah. uh i'm trying to think of any of the other ones i read yeah yeah it obviously was... i like the eternals ones oh, of course but that's up to you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i don't force the eternals on anybody it's no not for everybody uh langley m neely says i just wanted to say hello and send some well-deserved shekels your way i really stressful yeah. time has finally gotten better for me well, I'm glad oh, to good hear thank you so much for your support also thanks for recommending human target i'm absolutely loving it i knew you would <laughs> thank you so much man appreciate it and uh welcome back glad you're back yeah absolutely what else did you read uh i read x-men red oh is omega week. red in this no weird <laughs> uh it's written by al Jung with art by stefano caselli and jacopo Kama camagni okay magni i don't know yeah um this is listen last time we were promised a fight between storm and vulcan and yes. we get part of it oh it's fine. We don't really. It's it's. It's not important. I forgive this one hundred percent because it starts with a poem, and I was like, I was oh. like, someone had to write this. Someone yeah, had to well, write a poem, because you know, Lotus Logos is the one of the Iraqi yes. um, mutants, and that's part of his power is that he like writes, and like so you had to write this poem, and it's freaking awesome mm. i was like yes i was like well, i don't think we're gonna see much of this fight and i'm okay with that right where's uh where's al ewing's book of poetry right i don't know i uh, here's part of it okay for the soul of this world the storm stood fast against the summer mm. i was like like oh you smarty i was like damn i, <laughs> I like that a lot anyway um but we, we get you know we get cable continuing to try to um figure out what's what's up with um abigail brand yeah and essentially stop her from putting the um the shiar against the the, the kree yep um and uh it all falls apart in her face because oh, uh, she good. hired she had mentalo 
because he's a mercenary. So she's like, I'm the highest bidder. And then it turns out he's not. What a shot. Roberto is. Oh, yay. Good for He Roberto. shows up. He's like, hey, he's got uh, Deathbird and um, Xandra with mm-hmm. him. And Abigail's like, I really thought I killed you. But yeah. no, but Xandra's like, no, it's cool because Cable's actually like communicating everything to me that he's seeing. So I actually know everything you tried to do. Oh, cool. It's all coming to, coming together. Yeah. And so she's like, burn. And then- <laughs> no, she she uses Cable's ability to like teleport, like sidestep kind of thing. And mm-hmm. she gets out of there. OK. Um, so Abigail gets away. Oh. Um, but she runs into um, the Fisher King, who's like, who gives her a hard time about yeah. it. But th- nothing really happens happens there they just have a conversation that i think makes her really unsettled and we all right we do get some of the fight admittedly mm-hmm. um what's really important is what is in the orb remember there was the orb what was in the orb we all wanted to know okay. cable tried punching the orb i don't really remember that but okay there were, yeah um th- that was a big question about mm-hmm. like who is it because there was a character in the orb and i think what orb uh or i think it's orbis stellaris or stellaris orbis i i don't i don't remember the order of, of words all they were part of like they showed up with um a bunch of like created beings okay that were trying to assassinate mm-hmm. I, I can't remember if it was Zandra if it was somebody yeah, on the rack yeah um but essentially it was like the question of what was in what who like the orb was in charge who was in the orb right oh, okay. and so the orb opens up because it needs a new orb mm-hmm. and inside is Nathan Essex oh no I'm like, but like old me. I'm like, who are you? Who are you? And I'm oh, like, no. right, Al Ewing is in sh- involved with the sins, sins of, of sinister. sinister. That's great. That's like the clone saga. Yeah. So I'm like, if you're not me, then who am I? That's what I'd like to know. I ah! love it. I love it. Yay. So yeah, Orbis Stellar Stellaris. There I you thought go. it was gonna be uh, Magneto. Oh, oh, Eric's still dead. Yeah, sure. Um, I guarantee you isn't. Some great stuff here for Storm, by the way. Yeah, good. Yeah. All right. So if you if you're just like, man, I just love Storm being a badass. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't? It's it. Like <laughs> Vulcan, like, oh. yeah. She, she gets some. She gets some good. And oh, by the way, Araco, um, like a lot of the leadership of Araco, um, has changed. Learns that you know helping isn't the worst thing ever. Like getting help is not horrible. All right, that's nice. That like maybe that's like the future, the evolution for yeah. Araco. Maybe like, Christmas, perhaps, means a little bit more. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, Yay. Hooray. All right, good. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's to be continued. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, eventually this book is going to go away. At least, no, at least for Sins of Sinister, it's going to become, I think it's going to become that Brotherhood ah. thing. So we'll see what happens. Okay. Uh, I think I talked about this last week, but I'm going to mention it again. Batman 131, Chip Zdarsky, Mike Hawthorne, now on art. Uh, Batman was shot by, what's his name? Uh, failsafe and sent to another dimension, uh, another reality, another Earth. He was sent through the multiverse, and now he's on another Earth. He's on somewhere. I don't know. He's on another Earth. Uh, maybe. He's in, I mean, it's an, it's an alternate Earth. That's, that's the idea. I and, guess. And I, there, was, there was an element. I read this. Oh, okay. Oh, well, what'd you think? <laughs> there was an element to this where I was like, is it? Right. I mean, it could be like he's in the cave and he's in some kind of matrix or something like that. Uh, I I, um, I think that Batman reasons that Failsafe sends him to a world where there is no Batman so that he can be useful, mm-hmm. that, he, that he can change the world by being Batman. Like, here's a world yeah, no, where there's no Batman. That's what it seemed like. But then the skeleton Gordon, I was like, are you like a dead man character? Right? No, I love skeleton Gordon. <laughs> yeah, he's great. Uh, 
Although, you know, I think that Skeleton Gordon should be Alfred since Gordon isn't dead and Alfred is. Like, it's like, you know, it's the image of death. But the image of dead Gordon as a skeleton with a mustache is, you know, hard to beat. And it's really fun. I, I really like how... And he can smoke because he's a skeleton. That's right, yeah. But I really okay. love... No, he smokes in the regular books. Oh, does he? Oh, yeah. No, oh, this is a Marvel book. We oh, can get away with smoking. Okay. Our, our heroes can still smoke. They're, sure. they're, you know, even though in the Marvel Universe, like, their oral heroes are flawed, God help you if you smoke. <laughs> Especially pe people made I mean, of rocks or people with immortality. Listen, Those people can definitely not smoke. Don't, you don't want to smoke. Don't yeah. smoke. Well, don't glorify it. Certainly. Yeah. And I appreciate... I get it. I get it. But, like, you know... I mean, here, and by the way, I don't take my, like, questioning as to what's actually happening in this book. As, as canon? Yeah, or as, like, as... As condemnation of yeah, the Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. It was great. Well, I'm it's, glad you it's, liked it. It's a fast read. It is a fast read. Yeah. Yeah, no, it is. It's, it's well-paced, but it is a fast read for mm -hmm. sure. Yeah, and it and it's fun because it takes the idea of, like, any, you know, Elseworlds-esque Batman book, but puts Batman, like, real bad. It's, ah, like, I'm so used to... Oh no, it's Harvey Dent, but he's doing that. But he's on Venom, and it's like, oh no, it's Catwoman, but this, and it's like, all right. But it's great to see Batman go. Oh no, this is new to me, and I'm like, yeah. Nah, oh yeah, that's right. You you don't remember when you were a priest in an uh, you know in a, in a theocracy, or when, <laughs> like when you were a Frankenstein monster, or when you were in the 1600s fighting Jack the Ripper. Right, right, right. Nobody remembers any of that. I also noticed based on his image there that Mike Hawthorne kind of looks like Judge Dent. Yeah. He does. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. It's fine. Mm -hmm. But yeah, uh, good issue overall. I enjoyed it. I like this new status quo. I'm, and, and of course, Tim Drake is like, I'm looking for Batman. And I'm like, I remember what he did that the last time Batman got hit by a laser beam and sent through time mm -hmm. or space. And That's Tim Drake's like, no. <laughs> and I'm like, yep. But it's like, it's, it's, it's in keeping with his character. I'm like, yeah, no. I would have appreciated at least a line where he's like, I did this already. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, if that happened uh, throughout all of Chip Zdarsky's run, I think, uh, you know, you wouldn't have a lot of room for other things. Yeah. If he kept referring to things that he was already doing. Exactly. But yeah, uh, you know, good issue. It and was good. It's, a, it's worth jumping on. Absolutely. I think it's worth checking out. No, I agree. Uh, Vincent Brown, love the Orvis reveal. Yeah. X-Men Red has maintained an awesome momentum, which is fun to see carried into the Sins of Sinister. Excited to see the reveal of Sinister number four, whomever he or she might be. Yeah, I am. I am. Um, I can't wait for sense of sinister I, mm. I it's just three writers i really like just taking this on and i'm like yes <laughs> yes i also hate sinister but yeah. i love him i love to hate him he's the character you love to hate he is a character i love to hate like i really am like yay i hate you you're such a jerk yeah but we're gonna get four of them yeah. what are you reading tiffany that, that's it for me oh, okay great then we can talk about spider-man number four from dan slot and mark bagley this is the, uh, as I've said before, many occasions, the Jay Leno show before Conan's Tonight Show. Mm. Um, and that's not really an apt uh, description because I don't think that the current Amazing Spider-Man by Zeb Wells is comparable to Conan's Tonight Show, which I think was the best Tonight Show has been since Johnny Carson. But uh, I don't like this cover. Oh, no, it's awful. The whole damn thing is just a, it's just an embarrassment. And that's a shame. Yeah, it is a damn shame. The thing is, Mark Bagley was on this book, so the book doesn't delay. Mm -hmm. But... As a consequence, you know he's got to go fast. Mm. And he's Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic the Hedgehog got to go, got to go fast. But like the problem is when Mark Bagley is rushed, you know, it's going to look like that. And he's got to write, and he's got to draw like seventeen spider people on every page. Mm. And it, you know, th this book I said I'd quit, and I, but I read that there was a thing, and I'm like, all right, let me take a look at this, and I'm like, ah, this is why I quit the book. Um, 
it's it's oof um yeah um you know so it's this this touts itself as like the end of spider-verse and mm-hmm. it's like okay i mean if you want to go out for one last ride i <gasps> i get it last you know? ride i know yeah uh but like if that's what you want to do you do, do it over there i do appreciate them like kind of keeping it self-contained in like a mini series right especially with consistent art you know it's mark bagley the whole time mm-hmm. cool good and and with Mark Bagley, it will never be late. It will never have a fill-in artist. Mm-hmm. And Mark Bagley's a definitive Spider-Man artist. So like I get it. it makes sense to me. I'm fine with it. But nothing is happening. Oh, it's just it's it's just a whole bunch of stuff like just thrown at the at, at the page. You know, like Craven as a Spider person, Felicia Hardy as a Spider person. You know, the only person who's not a Spider person is Mary Jane in this damn. I like to think that Craven became a Spider person from that time. That he killed Spider Man and then drank all that venom from that yeah. little like dish. Yeah, yeah. But I like, hope he, that's what it you is. can't do. That you just, you can become a Spider person then. Yeah, blah. That's why. Well, that's why our Craven didn't become a Spider person because he spat it out. <laughs> but yeah, this is. Um, I mean, it's it's not embarrassing. You know, it's not like it's not a failure. It's not falling on its face, but it's not the kind of Spider-Man book that I would ever want to read. Mm-hmm. Like every time that Spider-Man's like, "Oh no, you're a magic important character," like my eyes glaze over. But then to have in the last issue, Peter Parker, Spider-Man, go, "I'm the chosen one." I'm like, "Okay, so what are you doing?" Like I can, you can read what you can telegraph what Dan Slott's doing. It's like, what are you setting up? And then he gets stabbed by a special knife. And he's unraveled. Now Peter Parker never existed. And I'm like, okay. Now I'm really not interested, but uh, but you still read it. Yeah, well, only uh, only because I heard there was a thing at the end. Of it. Is but there a thing? Yeah, it sucks. It's not worth reading. It's not it's mm-hmm. not worth picking up because it's not mm-hmm. a big fun reveal. It's the one true spider. It's I'm just joking around. Like it's Dan Slott and two other people remember that there was a misprint in one of the uh, original like run of the Ditko Lee era of Spider Man, in which you know Lee's like I don't care who this character is, Peter Parker, Peter Palmer, whatever, and so um. But but it happened, and it's canon that at one point Spider Man was referred to as Peter Palmer. So this is Peter Palmer, the Spider Man, with no hyphen, and he looks and acts exactly like Spider Man, but last name's Palmer. And it's like homage, and and the art homage is like Ditko. This is in canon. I mean, it's like it it, it becomes canon because it's here now. And 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 Slot actually had already made this reference, like back when he was doing Superior, when Doc Ock like undid like Peter Parker's memories and the manifestation of him of, of Peter Parker, when Peter is like losing all of his memories and he's forgetting everything, he's like, I remember my name, it's Peter Paul or Palmer, and I'm like, oh, that's fun, what a, what a fun little homage. But now it's a now now we're far beyond homages. It's just he's a character now, and it's like, what's he gonna do? You know, he's gonna be part of the thing, and oh boy, like you know, I. I it's unpredictive and it's because it's just a mess. It's just a bunch of blah, you know, like just a lot of crap on the screen, you know, more Lund's working with them and fighting Shathra. But like, if you actually remember when Shathra was invented and created, like she was one of like the prelude characters that harbinged the end. And the real threat was Ezekiel, but he's not in this either. So whatever. I don't know. It's just like, I don't know. It's, it's just a bunch of stuff that happens. It's like the worst thing about comic books where you, where you're just like, Oh, this is, I have no favorite character. I have no moment that stands out, you know, and each new effort to like introduce a spider person is just another, like whether it is true or not, it feels like it's just another attempt to, to ring the, the spider Gwen bell. 
Can lightning strike twice? You know, friggin' Bendis made that Miles Morales. Ca- I can make a Miles Morales. And I invented Spider-Gwen, even though all I did was ask him to draw a cover and I didn't write the issue that she was introduced into. But here she is anyway. And here's another one. He's a he's a gay Spider-Man. How about that? I'm the one who invented the gay Spider-Man, who's also a fashion designer. So it's not stereotypical in any way. Like, cool. You know, and by the way, he's actually a fun design. I, I have no problem with him. Which one? He's the yellow one. But, okay. Uh, you know, it's like, okay, you know, but he doesn't do anything. He doesn't say anything. He doesn't bring anything to the table. Like, no character has enough moments except for the black cat Spider-Man, which like, I don't think is the one he's trying to push. You know, okay. she just is, she just happens to end up being that. Also, I think we've reached the end of Julia Carpenter being Madame Web. And I don't mean like story-wise. I mean as far as the audience's patience is, is concerned. Mm. I think we've, 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 we've done all we can with Julia Carpenter as Madame Webb at this point. Time to make Aunt May out of Madame Webb. Well, we talked about that I on know. some show. We were like, man. Was it a show? I thought we were just, you and I were just talking. We were just car. riffing, but uh, yeah, like, like how come you, you suggested it. You were like, how is Aunt May an I, alternate reality? Is, is Madame Webb an alternate reality Madame Webb? That's what I asked. I'm like, is they, they often look similar. Yeah. And it's like, oh, she is now like they will do that one day they'll no. be like oh yeah no aunt may it's me madam webb will be like it's me Aunt May, it was me from another reality where peter died and i took on this thing yeah so i'm doing this now so i'm doing this now so she's already dead and she's been dead for a long time they let her but go. like you know just bring so her clearly back. she's not aunt may then right because they would never let because aunt, aunt may go. is like the juggernaut yeah you can't stop her <laughs> someone i think it was langley mentioned that it's uh Peter Palmer is Laura Palmer's New York City nah. cousin. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, he's like Maddie. He's the twin. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, and I, I'm not like doing this book just to be like, you know, boo, but like I had to pick it up and I'm like, you know what? I, I didn't like them. I didn't like this run. Let's just bomb in and see how it's going. Oh, it's the same. So like, you probably won't see me talk about this book anymore. Okay. Um, You know, unless they have some massive reveal, in which case we'll see how it goes. But like at this point, I think, I think we're all good, you know, with with this. <laughs> this whole thing. This whole thing with Spider Verses and Dan Slot writing it and all that. Uh, Living Freak says, I know Sal was looking for suggestions when it comes to future back issues episodes that he might regret. How about the Clone Saga stories? But this time, try to get into the weeds with some of the more ser- sillier stories. Well, Planet of the Symbiotes is going to be an episode one day anyway. So, you know, hang in there. Um, Thank you very much for your support, by the way. Mordecai, uh, my reaction to this Palmer BS is just, okay, I guess. Yeah, that's that's what this <laughs> book is. Just, okay, I guess. I guess Spider-Man can cast a shadow that doesn't cast shadows on anything else in the room. Uh, you know, just... <laughs> <laughs> he is the shadow. He is the shadow. Is he two-dimensional? And he's... Anyway, Ethan Ainsworth, uh, been a sec since I could afford to donate. Well, listen, man, we appreciate you just watching the show. But yeah. thank you. Uh, thanks for keeping me company while I recover from COVID. Oh. You, are, you and 80 Spidey Comics are keeping me sane. Well... I wish you an uneventful and speedy recovery. Thank you so much for your support, man. And I'm glad that we could be likened in the same sentence as 80 Spider-Man comics. Yeah. Pretty dope. Um, so now it comes to the part of the show where we recommend comics that are coming out this week that we think you should check out. Let's do it. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man 17 is coming out. It's just more, you know, dark web. We'll more. see what the next one. Spider-Man should be in limbo. So, you know, we'll see what Zeb Wells has to say about Spider-Man being in limbo. It's not quite hell, but it is limbo. So we'll see how that goes. Um, Daredevil 7. From the reboot, I was like seven. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. They rebooted it. <laughs> it's coming out. Uh, oh yeah, it, it, it's such a different place from where it was when it started, uh, which is not a bad thing. You should be reading this book, Human Target Ten. I've read it. It's as phenomenal as the last nine. <laughs> I saw this cover. I was like, is that? 
Is that Nort? Nort? Oh no! And that's what the book is. It's just like, oh no! Now you know things. It's like the book suggests, like you know things are serious because Nort's here. No, no, no one thinks any ser- anything serious when so, Nort is here. So if you want to see Chance and Nort get drunk together, you'll, you'll read Human Target Time, but don't Great. read don't read it without reading issues one through nine. Uh, great series predator number six it's the end of predator it's the end of this series uh we'll see if we get another one i hope it's sold well enough <laughs> uh, you know i don't know i i like this book a little bit so you know whatever um lazarus planet alpha number one this is the beginning of lazarus planet I, i'm so like oh my god the way they number these books like this is lazarus planet alpha number one that's the first part of lazarus planet this is lazarus planet part one it's just say lazarus planet part one but it doesn't, but it is. So, you know, if you want to know what's going on with Lazarus Planet, read it. And if you want to know uh, what Mark Wade has to say about it, you should watch my interview with Mark Wade, which comes out tomorrow or today if you're watching the show around uh, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time mm. on Tuesday. Um, but check out Lazarus Planet. Um, Danger Street number two, you know, it's a good book. I just don't really care. But this is probably my last time to recommend it unless I read it and I'm like, oh, never mind. <laughs> okay. You know, it could, be, it could be great. I don't, I don't know. That's uh, fair. I'm like, this is fine. Anything else? Uh, I don't know. You're scrolling too fast. But like, <gasps> sorry, I. I uh, oh, Dark Ride number four. I haven't read the last three or two. I should say, I read Dark Ride, Dark Ride one, and then I dropped off. But I enjoyed it. That's so. fine. I feel like you just talked about that, but I guess you didn't. No, I didn't. But I will Oops. read it. So I'm going to read the next ones and see how that goes. Because I did, uh, I did like Dark Ride. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not my usual fare, so I, I want to see how it goes. Okay. There you go. That's an independent book you're reading. Oh, there you go. Yeah, it's uh-huh. true. Whoa, I'm I'm pulling my weight. Not really. Uh, how about you, Tibby? What do you What do you recommend? Um. Okay. So I'm not. I've I've fallen off this book, but I still want to give a shout out to Ghost Rider because Ben Percy was doing a good job on that one. So Ghost Rider number ten is coming out. I can't wait. I love that cover. It's crazy. Yeah, it's just screaming. And- just screaming. I mean, all skulls are. Um, if you want to read more uh, X-Men stuff, Wolverine number 29 is coming out. Another one of the books that has managed to get to a higher number. Also written by Ben Percy. Where's the Wolverine Ghost Rider crossover book? I know, because Ben read them both. I know. I think... Kate couldn't couldn't avoid doing an event. I thought he did he was doing show up, at least in one issue. I think he did, but like that's not but the it's same not, thing. It's not, it's not, it's not it's like... Not Wolverine versus Ghost Rider. Oh, the Punisher in there. Like, we, already, we already did that. Right? And Ghost Rider, Rider you know, Punisher, now he's like a hand ninja yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Actually, that could work out. Yeah, another Heart of Darkness. A third, fourth one? I don't know. Whatever. I think it's the, maybe maybe the, the third one. because the, 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 no, the, There are only two. Yeah. And I think they did another one that was like really lame. Don't you remember like there being like a thing? Yeah. They called the book a Hearts of Darkness or something and you were like, oh, shut up. Yeah, but I don't think Wolverine was really involved. Oh, that was. sucks. I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, Muna number 19 is coming out written by Jed McKay with art by Alessandro Capuccio. So, yeah, good, good stuff all around. Good art on that book. You've been enjoying this book for 19 issues. 19 whole issues. It's not bad. It's fun. It's a good run for Muna. Yeah, it's it's fun to discover new things. Um, I I mean that. It's fun to visit people. It's fun to visit your friends at Christmas. (laughs) Okay. You know what? There's this okay. I'm, I'm so, ending this broadcast. No, <laughs> one of our uh, one of our favorite Christmas specials of all time is the Muppet Family Christmas, which Tiffany introduced me to. I'd never seen it before, and if you've never ever seen it, uh, watch it without looking up anything about it. If you have a family member or friend who's never seen it and you know loves the Muppets, don't tell them anything about it at all. I promise you, you will be re- your patience will be rewarded if you watch it with them. But just make them watch it. Don't tell them anything about it. Don't even tell them you're going to show it to them, and then watch it. It's amazing. It was an amazing experience. To see that yes. damn thing. It was incredible. with no context. I'm I like, it. oh, cool. Okay, there, there goes the place. Fives his mom. Uh, 
But anyway, uh, Robin uh, goes into a special place that's like an interesting location. And he brings Kermit along. And they have this fun adventure. And they leave. And uh, it's mind-bending what happens. And Robin goes like, can't you believe that, Uncle Kermit? And Kermit says, it's fun to visit friends at Christmas. And I'm like, what a dismissive thing to say. <laughs> like, what an understatement. It's like a non sequitur. Like, he's just like, he's not listening. Yeah. He doesn't want to listen to Robin. It was just like, it's such a, but I love that as a line that's just like. Yeah, just very like. Just very dismissive. Just, yeah, yeah, it's fun to visit friends at Christmas. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> Uh, X-Men 18 is coming out, written by Jerry Duggan with art by Carlos Villa. Um, it's about damn time. Yeah. Um, In a minute, I'm going to read uh, X-Men number 18. I think there's going to be more. Okay. Uh, listen, Sync's got a lot going on right now, and I, I'm very interested. Very interested to see yeah. what's going on with him. It seems like this is going to be a spotlight issue for him. Maybe so. Scott will lend him his big sex room on the moon. You mean his house? Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> Legion of X number nine is coming out. Uh, it's written by Cy Spurrier with art by Netho Diaz. Uh, this book, man, this, this book makes me feel like I am not the smart person <laughs> ever. Yeah. Um, which, with comments like that, how, how could you think otherwise? Yeah. No, seriously, though, this book is incredible. Um, it, it, it's, it's, it, it gets a little heady at times. You know, there's a lot going on. Spurrier's a great writer, though, um, and it's a great book, and I, I do recommend it, though. You you know, it's not, you're not going to, like, just eat through it, necessarily. No. Unless, unless in this issue, it's a knockout, uh, drag out, Kind knock, of knock down, knock down. No, we're not. We're dragging out. No, and we're knocking out. out and dragging down. No, we're knocking out and dragging out. Oh, okay, both out. I'm putting them in the backyard. No one's gonna find them ever ah. again. Knock down, dig, <laughs> grave fight. Knock, knock out, dig, dig, dig deep, dig deep. There we go. <laughs> drag out. <laughs> knock down, drag out, dig deep fight. <laughs> you don't want that kind of fight. No, uh, but I do like this book, especially if you uh, enjoy Nightcrawler, you might dig this uh, as well. I also want to tell you uh, that something's coming. The Children is coming out this week, and um, Boneyard Mythos. So hey. check that out. Uh, ba -ba -da -ba. We had one more uh, that was from Lang uh, Living Freak, who said, "Is Ghost Rider really screaming, or is that just his jaw has no tendons or ligaments, <laughs> so he hangs agape?" I mean, look, you're you know one, one potato potato. Yeah, you know I, mean, I mean, like, I think you need to be actually making noise unless you're silent screaming. Yeah, like that uh, skull in uh, Army of Darkness when they're panning over the crowd and one of them, clearly the the, the puppet broke, and then they just ADR'd a... <laughs> She's hissing. That's just, you know what that is? That's just making making lemons skull. out of lemonade. Just Man. Just to make it work. Anyway, uh, apropos of Sam Raimi, it's over! We'll see you guys next time with another episode of Off the Rack. Thanks so much for watching this video, despite... Our technical issues, which are still not resolved, I'm gonna have to contact StreamYard directly and see what the hell their problem is. But uh, otherwise, I want to thank our super chatters for sponsoring today's show. Thank you very much to our subscribers for watching and subscribing and clicking the bell and liking the video and all that stuff. And we'll see you guys here on Compop Returns for more tomorrow. Mark Wade interview Thursday. Huge X Men conversation. And when I say huge, I mean it's like like a 30 minute episode, but which I cut down from like an hour and a half. Thank you. But still a great <laughs> great conversation. A good looking show because a lot of Tiffany in it. But uh, good really insightful it's the it's the x-men dawn of or destiny of x report card we're gonna grade the quality of the destiny of x period you want to talk about being an expert we, we we claim to be some while we pass judgment on the entire line of x-men there, there are more qualified folk but you know no we, we did our best they're not they're not putting their foot forward they're not they're <laughs> planting their flags we're deciding what the grade the letter grade is for destiny of x 
and you get to participate in the comments or in the in the comments and in the community tab on that same day. Yeah, please do. We're gonna see your opinions on it. But, yes. Uh, thanks a lot for watching, everybody. So for so long, and uh, watch Tiffany on Twitch.tv/comicpop for more, and uh, YouTube.com/slash/at/comicpop plays. Yeah, that's right. I said slash at because that's what it actually is. <laughs> it's dumb AF. I don't get it. But yeah, we'll see you later. So long, everybody. Bye. Bye.